Good day, thinkers, thought leaders, progressives, and dreamers. I'm Craig the Writer Stewart, and this is So Much to Say. These are my thoughts in my voice on black shit, white shit, gay shit, and everything in between. Today, I am having a conversation with a friend of mine, Octavius Terry. And this conversation is about forgiveness and maturity. Octavius and I have been friends for many years, probably going all the way back to 1998. He's one of the first people that I met when I moved to Atlanta after graduating from Hampton University. And we had similar interests. He is a singer, I am a songwriter, and we both had aspirations of making it into the music industry at one point in our careers. Fast forward many years later, there was a fallout or misunderstanding. He reached out because I can be so unforgiving. We sat down for dinner and hashed it all out, and I thought it would be a great idea for us to sit down again over a podcast and really talk about how we came back together to redefine and rebuild our friendship. So listen, do me a favor and hit the share button because I'm certain that there is someone, maybe even you, who needs to hear this conversation. So sit back, hit the share button, listen, and enjoy. This is very personal work for me. Politics. Politics. I believe I was called to... Tell my story, use my voice, be a voice for the community, to speak to and for a community of people that's been ignored, denied, love, love, relationships, religion. This is my life's work. Religion, religion. I want to use words to uplift, heal, inspire, encourage. Do something different. Something different. Every Monday at 10. Again, this is my first podcast. Yes, it is your first okay. podcast. So I'm taking his podcast, Virginity. Yes. Let's just start from the yes. very beginning. Yes. Like yes. how we met. Do you remember how we met? Gosh. Oh, not necessarily well, how, how we long met. Is it, how many years has this That's been? That's what I'm trying to figure out if you know. Okay. Now, I'm clear. Okay. I know it's 20. Is it 20? No. Yeah, it is like yeah, 20 because we met. I moved here in 98. I moved to okay. Atlanta in 98. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we met because Gosh. we all had we had mutual friends. Uh-huh. Um, our friend that used to work at the Kenneth Cole yes, store. Yes, yes. And I used to run into you at like barbecues at his house. Yeah. And in 98? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I wasn't out then. Kinda, <laughs> but you had a boyfriend. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. We boyfriend. ain't gonna say his name. I always had. Oh, yeah, I you, you, you had. You had a boyfriend. He wasn't out, but he had a boyfriend. I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, you had a boyfriend. Yeah. But it, it had to have been like ninety. Well, let me go back. It maybe it was maybe it was like ninety nine. It may 99. have been. It could have been ninety nine. Because I got out of college in ninety six. Yeah. Because the way that I met the friend that worked at Kenneth Cole, mm-hmm. one day I was in Kenneth Cole. And I was trying on some shoes, and he was like, and it was some sandals, and he was like, "Oh, you got some nice feet." And that was how we started talking. Oh, okay. And then he just he became he was very um, generous with his Kenneth Cole discount. And he was uh, like, "Whenever you want shoes, uh, just let me know, and I'll get you fifty percent <laughs> off." But I found out later that he was, you know, okay. giving more discounts than he should have. But uh, so that was how we met. We met okay. over at his house at a barbecue, and then. Okay. We would see each other out socially right, right. and that kind right, of thing. Right, right, right. And then we would see each other at house parties and things like that. I okay. remember specific house parties. But then I ended up doing my play. Yes. No, that was before that. It was um, before that because uh, you were doing the card. You were doing cards first. Yes. Yeah. I was, yeah. Well, I, I was well, writing you were the play. getting ready to 
to start releasing the cuts because we started doing right. collaborations. Exactly. I was, I, was about playing, to I was singing and playing guitar at the time. Did yeah. you want to give him a little... A little... No, 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 no. You don't want to give him no, a little no, 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 no. tune or it's nothing? Been, it's been so long. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, <sighs> I, in fact, I had I had done my play the very first time because it was at 14th Street Playhouse, but I don't think you came to that one. Oh, um, maybe... But I, I had the first one was one. at okay. Yeah, you came yeah. to the one in two thousand seven. I remember oh, that. One. It was that long. So yeah, you was so it was, it, it, yeah, it was okay. a big gap in okay. between. But okay. and so when after I did this show the very first time, um, I started focusing on say it in a card, the greeting yes, cards because that's what I didn't I really the know. Most. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really remember. Um, I mean, I didn't really know what to do with the business or the play after it had sold out. Which that was first great. Time. Like, are you still doing that? The play? No, the cards. I do still have... That's what's all over okay. there on that table. Now, I haven't really been pushing it and promoting uh-huh. it as much as I need to yeah. because I've been so focused on these okay. books and Because it was so inspiring like to, to know that you had... I mean, you literally had like cards and yeah. you, you had like real words to say. Right, right. Great. Yeah. And so, I mean, I would love to have those cards okay. in um, stores and stuff again. But again, it just... It takes an army takes lot, yeah. to do that. And like right now, the, I'm the machine and mm-hmm. I'm pushing these books and, and this podcast uh-huh. and all of that. So maybe, you know, at some point we'll be able to ramp that back up. Okay. So I started focusing on the greeting cards okay. once um, I didn't know what to do with the play after it had sold out that first time. And right. so that's when you and I started doing stuff together. Yeah. Um, I remember. Do you remember everything that we did together? Like some of the stuff? Like you were very uh, innovative with what you're doing, right? Uh-huh. Do you remember that time that you had created this thing where... Um, you called me and then um, you would have a sh- private chef and they would do you remember that I thought that was genius well he did this thing where he would he had a, and you you would have a date at your own house and you would have a chef there and you brought me in there to serenade these two people sitting at a at a dinner table yes I remember that <laughs> oh my gosh yes uh, but I also remember um, I remember when I was dating and we were at the Metropolis. I invited you over to the Metropolis. Okay. He was okay. at work. Okay, okay, okay. And, I, and you were really into your music thing at the time. And you wanted me to hear some stuff that you were doing. Uh-huh. And I sang oh, to you a song that, yeah, yeah. called Once Upon a Time in My Life. I didn't think love was true. But it was called I'm Glad uh, I Found You. Okay, okay. And so, uh, anyway, so I sang that song to you. And so we had talked about doing stuff together, but we never did because you were right. you were really into your music. And he said, well, so, right now I'm writing my so, own I'm stuff. Like, he didn't want anybody to write. Oh, he, he didn't want me to write for him. He was like, I'm writing my own stuff right now. <sighs> you were playing that guitar. The greet, that, that private dinner that you're talking about, right. it came through, said in a card, through my greeting card right, business. Right, 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 right. It was uh, an NBA player, a guy named yes, Darius Miles. Darius Miles. Darius Miles. Yeah, I, I had done a personalized card for him uh-huh. for his then fiance at the time. Yeah, yeah. And she fell in love. So I invited you, my friend Sherry and I yeah. got together, invited you to the to dinner. The, to the dinner. He played an the, original song. The proposal. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. She fell in love. She read the card that I had written. She cried. She was like, oh, my God, I want to do this for my wedding. And so she ended up hiring me to write personalized greeting cards from herself Mm -hmm. to Brandy Norwood, Mm -hmm, who was mm -hmm. one of her friends, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was like four other girls. And Octavius was at that dinner. And she turned to him and said, I want you to come to my wedding, too. I want you to sing. So then he came and he sang at the wedding. And then I would do these greeting card parties. And uh, that's when Keisha... Keisha Klein had City Living, yeah, 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 the yeah. furniture store. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a we had a greeting card party Gosh, there. Memories, yeah. Brought Octavius in. He mm-hmm. performed. He sold his music, God. and um, I had it was catered and just yeah. all of that stuff, yeah. right? 
And so we just became we became really cool friends. Like yeah. we didn't talk every day, no, yeah. and we didn't hang out all of the time. But then I remember when I was contemplating moving to LA. I was in LA and I posted like a picture or something mm-hmm, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and you must have seen it because you hit me on a text or you called me or something. Well, 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 first of all, people have to find out the reason why I went to LA actually because yes. uh, I was born and raised here in Atlanta, and I had never lived anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, Got smitten by now my husband Jamal Sims yes. in California, and I remember when you were talking to him and mm-hmm. y'all were date, y'all dated long distance for like oh, a year, for right? A year, yeah. Right. I, I never really been to California. Then I fell in love with it, and, and I, yeah, in him, and I went away and had and, and never came back after. Tour, you sure you know? I didn't? <laughs> yeah. He said y'all can have it because at the time I don't know. If, I don't know when you, but it, when I met Octavius, he was working for Wachovia. That was a whole different life. It that was, was a whole. My, that that know, was before Wachovia became was, Wells Fargo. Yeah, it was my my all inauthentic life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you were saying earlier, you because you're from here. You weren't really out. Right. You weren't really exploring your creativity, your oh. creative side either. Like yeah. you had started getting into the singing part, but. Yeah. You're now designing I'm, clothes. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that person I was four right. years ago. Right. By no means. Right. Uh, I went on to get married in front of 30 million people at the Grammys. At the Grammys. What year was that? Uh, 2014. And didn't Queen Latifah? She officiated. Officiated. And right. Madonna sang. And it was Macklemore. Right. And uh, that was the year everybody was going on about Macklemore got too many awards for hip hop yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that was yeah. Well, actually, that was year after because he did that same that poignant song, uh, same love, same love, right? And we were fortunate enough and honored enough to get married to that that right. Grammy performance. Okay. And then kind of the rest was was history after that. And then my life just took a whole different turn where um, uh, at the time I was in design school because, I, like I said, my inauthentic self became authentic after I met my husband because mm-hmm. after you get married in front of 30 million people to another guy, then it's like no turning back. So let me ask you this. Yeah. So when you got married, were you not still living your full self? Were no, you, just you with weren't. family and close just friends. Family yeah, and yeah. Okay. I mean, I think most people thought that he and I were either related or brothers and we never did like PDAs because, or roommates yeah because you just don't you know as you know African American you just don't have a lot of PDAs in public uh-huh. um, I mean to the point that when we went to the Grammys uh, we were not like hugging and kissing on each other like all the other 31 couples mm-hmm. and it was the first time in my life that I was trying to argue people down like no no we're really gay and no we're really really <laughs> you know it's like because you had done such a good job of, of doing masking it masking, like we were just yeah. like we were asking questions like okay so when we actually get married we're gonna kiss like how are we gonna <laughs> <laughs> like, at the what Grammys we, yeah, what, what do we do so did y'all kiss because I don't we did we okay, did okay. we did uh, and then that kind of freed my life and I think Oprah said it best is like you know when you become your authentic self that everything else just kind of uh, the 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 power law of attraction started happening, mm-hmm. which uh, became this thing for both of us. You know, I was able to create a company that was um, surrounded by you know concentrating on um, not only guys who were getting married to guys and that kind of mm-hmm. thing, but created my own niche by just being my authentic self. And mm-hmm. I started I started a company called Groom, and mm-hmm. um, and my husband's already a well respected choreographer and director in, mm-hmm. his, in his own right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then all of a sudden, and then like I said, you know, we had this conversation. Um, you know, I wasn't really, I was, I was kind of into social media and that kind of thing. But after that, uh, and, you know, we vowed that once we did it such a public way that we would never retreat. You know, mm-hmm. we had other musicians and other people who uh, came out as either bi or gay and really? men of color, women of color that kind of retreated after that. We were like, no, we'll always be public. Right. And then after that, we just... Uh, Social media became a thing for us as far as like 
how we were we got sales and, 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 and inspiring like a younger group of uh, men and women to kind of be authentic mm-hmm. and to help them realize that, you know, gay, straight or whatever, it will not being gay is not a hindrance to your family dynamic, your economic dynamic. And we let this this mantra of being uh, bold, authentic and inspiring. Mm-hmm. And um, and then it just kind of went to a whole mm-hmm. different place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to your point, I will I will definitely echo what you said, because for me and I've said this to them before, um, my career as a writer. Right as an author in particular, didn't really start to... I, I wasn't afforded the luxury of living off of the proceeds or the profits from these right. book sales until I really started living fully. Yeah, like, yeah. I've, I've been out, and yeah. I say this, I believe, in the second book. Like, just because Come you... the second book? Yes. <laughs> just because you go to gay pride events, right. just because you go to gay parties, just right. because you move in, in gay circles, doesn't mean you live your truth. Doesn't mean yeah. you're living your full self. And so I wasn't really, I was only giving the people mm-hmm. a portion of me. Right, right, Like, right. I wouldn't let them really see the full Craig. Like, oh, yeah. like it, that was something that I kept telling myself, well, that's for, that's personal. That's yeah. for my friends and people who really know me. But I wasn't really living my full self. And so it wasn't until I started this podcast and really got on here and, mm-hmm. and started giving my real mm-hmm. views and, and, and allowing people to see and hear all aspects of my personality did things really start to take off. Because yeah. I think the universe responds to authenticity. Authenticity, yeah. yeah. And you know, I think I think it's just our own built-in fear, especially yeah. as an African American man and being in the South and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I think it was the the best freedom that I could have ever could have ever happened to me because mm-hmm. you know I've worked with the, the you know some of the, the straightest guy, the epitome of what straight is mm-hmm. like the game and Ray J. Mm-hmm. And because I'm my authentic self, they respected me so much. Absolutely. And it was something that I could have never dreamed of. Yeah. You know, if I was somebody that was how to my sexuality, these uh-huh. guys, I think they would be even more comfortable, uncomfortable. Exactly. But because Because I, it's like this unspoken thing yeah, in the room. Yeah. yeah. And so now, you know, my fears were my own self-fears because these guys are like, hey, what are you doing? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they, they want me around. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was going to be totally the opposite. That right. They would be afraid of me being around. Right. But me being authentic has opened so many doors mm-hmm. that have not even been about being gay. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just kind of fun to not have to hide that like sometimes it's it's so taxing trying to hide let me tell you okay well this is the thing like I think there's some residual around that uh-huh. uh my husband and I have been together for 12 years uh-huh. married for four but he he even he he cracks up about this like when he drops me off at the airport like I still have this thing like do I kiss should him I kiss him, him when I get out of the car that or if we're at a restaurant do you I, do that still I, I know but it's just residual and I know I shouldn't but so wait just, what is it that you do like you go to like we think about it like I shouldn't have to think about it so he's know? ready to go in for the kiss like and you kind of look well, like, we both are but really? then we're just like you know it's this dance like so you mean to tell me now. you're in your car and you worrying about whether well, not, when we get out the car when you get out of the yeah, car yeah yeah so it's still like I said it's just a little residual that you still have to deal with because you know for so many years you kind of held this in but the other thing is about it like <laughs> we laugh we laugh because if we're at a restaurant and we're talking and then we bring up somebody uh we would i would often do this thing where you know i think he's gay and i would whisper, you would whisper that part right like, why am i whispering this part and we crack about it right. but i think some things you just you know you just have to keep changing because i had to think that uh we only got married publicly which i call my coming out party when i was actually 
uh, 42 years old. So um, That's how old I am now. Yeah, so that was my coming out. So I, I really feel like my life only started at that time. Uh-huh. I think that's why I keep a youthful right. edge because right. I'm excited about the person that I've become and know that there's so many more chapters to write as my authentic self. Mm-hmm. You know, So mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm And then there's now. something to be said about once you cross over 40, yeah. you just you care less and less and less about what people think. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, I, think, true, yeah. I think as a degree... No, I mean, yeah. th- um, as a human, you always kind of con- are concerned about yeah. what people think, but yeah. that de- that degree yeah. to which you care, yeah. it just starts to attenuate. Right, right. So, okay, so what was the last thing that we said? So, Oh, so I'm in California. I'm right, visiting. Right, 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 right. So, so you're living in California. Mm-hmm. I'm visiting. And I posted, I must have posted a picture of myself somewhere in California. Mm-hmm. I did a post. Or something. I don't know what it was, right, right. but you saw it. We were Facebook friends, and I noticed today because I was going to tag you. We're no longer Facebook friends. Oh God! I guess that's we'll the res- that I guess that's the residual of we'll- why we're here. Yeah. That's a part of why yeah. we're here. We right, 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 right. So you must have unfriended me because I, I didn't remember. I didn't know. Oh, you okay. you didn't you know? I must have. You must have unfriended me because I don't unfriend. We we'll have to get to that story. Yeah. So anyway, so we're oh, building. Gosh. We're building yeah. people. Yeah. So I was in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he done that little nervous shake on the table now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just says I'm like, yeah, I need to get back on Facebook, but it's not my fault. Right. So we're in California. I did a post. He's living there at this point. Mm-hmm. And you must have called me or texted me. You're like, wait a minute. You in my city and I didn't know you were here. And so I was just like, yes, I'm in Atlanta. You said, where? I mean, I'm in L.A. Uh-huh. You were like, where are you staying? Come to find out. I was staying like five minutes from you. You okay. said, I'm coming to pick you up. That should be. See, see what I mean? See, that's what I do. <laughs> So he jumped in the truck, uh-huh. came and picked me up. Mm-hmm. You were in the car with two other guys, one of which was Ben, Ben, ben the writer, writer, who he's is in Atlanta now. He's in Atlanta now. What's up, Ben? Yes, and doing he, really, really well. He's doing Morehouse really well. Grad. Yeah, he's yeah. a Morehouse grad. And you were telling him that I was a writer also, and mm-hmm. I had sold out this play in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and it was so good. And you were telling him how I had written for Brandy, and at the time, Ben was. Just climbing still. He yes, was still climbing. Yes, yes, yes. And so, but now Ben is one of the writers on, on Insecure. He's not there Insecure. now because he's doing. Well, he's the co-creator and executive producer of the revamp of Boomerang, uh, Boomerang here in Atlanta. Right. right. Yep. So you guys may not notice, but they're, they're revamping Boomerang. Yes. You remember the original movie? So Ben, the writer, the guy that we're talking about, um, is is executive producer on that, you said? Executive producer and co-creator with and Lena Waithe. With Lena Waithe. Yeah. Now, you know I love Lena Waithe. Love Lena. She's the creator of The Shy and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So, First um, African-American woman to win an Emmy for comedy writing. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. So um, she's a part of the LGBTQ community. Yes, 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 yes. So, because um, I do believe we are the most gifted and talented we people are. alive. Absolutely. Black, no white, gay, Asian. I mean, black, white, Asian, whatever. Yeah, if you're yeah, yeah. gay, you probably got some talent. Yeah. But anyway, um, so at the time, Ben was just trying to bubble up and do his thing. And so yeah. you came and picked me up. He uh-huh. was in the car and uh, Tony was in the car. Mm-hmm. And so we hung out. We went to lunch and yeah. we hung out. We went to a house party that night. Da, 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 da. And so you, you were have telling a good me. memory. I have a very good, good memory. memory. And uh, you were well, like. kind of, sort of. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we'll get to that. I have an amazing memory, okay, uh, okay. Octavius. <laughs> so I was, you were just like, listen. Craig, I just think you should move to L.A. Because I was telling you, I was thinking, yes. about, I was cogitating the move. Yeah. And you were like, I think you should do it. You know, you you look at all of the stuff that you've done so far. I think if you move to L.A., it's going to take you to another level. Yeah. Like, you can't even imagine what you're going to write. Because I was just, you were saying that you were just doing music at the time. And you said, but now I'm doing fashion. Like, you were just yeah, getting into yeah. that. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to take the leap. I think I'm going to move and da 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 
And so you were like, you were te- we were talking about how LA doesn't really have uh, a sense of community in terms right. of the LGBTQ black gay community, like you do have yes. in Atlanta. Yes, 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 yes. I at remember, the time, at yeah, the time at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And so you were just saying how you were always tell, trying to tell Jamal, your husband, and your mm-hmm. other friends that, that you want to bring that to LA. Mm-hmm. And so um, you were like, you know, you come to LA, you know, you have us here, mm-hmm. and just da da da. And I'm like, well, I think I'm gonna move. Fast forward, I moved to LA, mm-hmm. and I end up writing a book. So, like you said. It did become this thing where I never had intentions of writing a book. Like, that yeah. was just one of the things that I never even conceived would happen. Yeah. And so I ended up writing this book. We didn't really hang out much in L.A. Um, because, I mean, we, we just lived two different lives, for one. Yeah. We lived in different parts of town. Mm-hmm. And you were in design school. Yeah, I was in design school. Ma- well, you weren't married yet. Uh, no, no. I moved no, in no, 2011. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, no, was, you've been married four years yeah, now, right? Almost five now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you weren't married in 2011 no. when I moved yeah. to LA. But we just lived different lives. So, right. long story short, um, I'm back in Atlanta. I'm mm-hmm. back on the East Coast um, promoting my first book. Words never spoken. Let me go and mm-hmm. do that shameless yes. book. So, I'm promoting my first book. And I remember, I don't remember what year this was. Mm-hmm. What, I don't remember the year that this was. I want to venture to say that it must have been 2014, part of the text message that I sent you, which we're coming yeah. to. So it must have been... Oh, it was 2014, because I, yeah, I looked at the text message. Yes, yes. You looked at the text message yeah. the night we went to dinner. Yeah, yeah. We're coming to that yeah, as well. It was, it Hold was, on. Yeah, it was, it was Christmas Day, it was 2014. Christ- Okay. Yeah, and I got married in January of 2014. So this is a full 10, 11 months after all of this craziness with my life had just happened. And right. Now it's Christmas. This is the day. It's Christmas Day. Yeah. We're not there yet. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just you, saying. You try to get me to go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I know. I, that's remember because I was just looking at the text. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I know, right? Yeah. So uh, I'm back in Atlanta. I'm doing a signing at. Uh, this place called Einstein's, which is one of the places, w- and it had to have been like a pride. It was either a pride weekend or mm-hmm. one of those holiday weekends where the gays flocked to Atlanta. Well, my best friend said that, and she's a straight woman here in Atlanta. She said, any three-day weekend. Correct. The gays are coming. <laughs> so Listen, it was one com- of the three-day weekends. It was. They yeah. come by planes, trains, automobiles, <laughs> and parachutes. Yes. So, And they descend on the city. Yeah. So uh, you were in, and I was doing a signing at Einstein's. Okay. And you... Your husband mm-hmm. and a former friend of mine, or somebody that you know, we both know mm-hmm. mutually, uh, who's in the first book, <laughs> briefly, um, came up to the table. Came up to the table where I was. Now I strategically had the signing at this place because right. I knew the gays would be there, and it right. was it was a trap market. I knew I would be able to sell some books. So you guys came over to the table to say hello and da da da, da mm-hmm. and you said, "Oh, so you have a book?" And I remember you picked up the book. <laughs> now remember, no, no, no. You just said five minutes ago that I have a very good memory. Hello. You picked up the book. Kind of. <laughs> oh, so, so, so this is where I don't really have okay, a good memory. This is where the, the, the story gets a little convoluted. This is where it gets a little convoluted. Yeah. So you picked up the first book and said, "Oh, you have a book," and I said, "Yeah, I do." And I said, "Y'all gonna support the book?" So it's him, his husband, and um. A former friend of mine, like yeah. I said. And that was just by happenstance. We just walked. It was just by, together. right. It right, was by right. happenstance. They didn't know I was doing a signing there. Right. They just happened to come there, like I said, because I strategically placed myself there because I knew mm-hmm. the gays would be there. Mm-hmm. And they showed up. Right. And so I was just like, okay. And I was like, yes, um, I have a book. You guys want to support the book? So my former friend who's in the first book, he just kind of gave this little dumb grim, grin. And um, and then I, and you said, oh, okay, well, how much is the book? 
And I said, it's $20. And you says, oh, okay. You said, oh, okay. You set the book down. You said, okay, we'll be back. Right. You guys turned around, yeah. walked away. I never saw them again. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't, re- I, was, I felt a little something at that moment. But I didn't really let it bother me because I did understand in that moment that it was a festive moment. We were at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys were at the bar drinking. It was a bunch of people. Well, I don't know. You guys weren't drinking at well, that moment. You, but. And, then, and then in my defense, again, you have to realize that um, I guess what we had done, we didn't know how historical that it had been or how many people actually saw it. But we, you know, we crossed that thing as far as like being two African-American men getting in front of, married in front of 30 million people. So this was a kind of our first big outing at a holiday like that right? and uh, we didn't know um, to what degree it had Mm -hmm. affected other people Mm -hmm. and a lot of that was when we did we probably got shuffled away into some other things that were happening there because like I said we were very much into like meeting everybody to actually support us through the whole uh-huh. thing. So a lot of that had that it was like our first pride after we had done right. this monumental thing. Uh, and it was cool for us to get around. So probably mm-hmm. one of those things was like we probably just totally forgot about it by the time mm-hmm. we got to the end of the summer. Right, right. So that's that's all that And was. then also yeah. too, like I was saying, it, it I didn't expect you all to carry this book around. Like, right, right. like no, you know I'm what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking in that way too. Uh-huh. So then fast forward hey, I Jamal, I, my I, husband's I, out there somewhere. Oh, I was gonna say you see him. <laughs> no, he's, he's out there somewhere. Right. Yeah. But I don't know how much time had elapsed from that point to the time that I saw you at Juan and G's house, and I'm specifically saying names because, um, just for the purpose of keeping the story yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were at Juan and G's house, uh-huh. and was it after that or before? It that? was after that. Okay. And I don't know how much time had passed. Right. But it was after that. I remember they had a little gathering at their house. Well, no, for a fact, it was because it was at a pool. It was it at was, a pool. It was a summer, summer yeah. party. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. They had a pool at this place. Mm-hmm. Caleb and uh, Cordell were there. Yeah. Those of you who are listening, Caleb and Cordell were the couple that went viral from that picture. Yeah, with the family. They, in the yeah, family. Yeah. And they were doing their children's hair in the mirror. Right, right. Um, that picture went viral. Uh, so they were there. Yeah. You and Jamal were there. Uh, Juan and G were there. Yeah. I was there with friends, you yeah. know, and that kind of thing. So it was other people there as well. And I remember you and Jamal came in. And I remember Juan and G were interviewing you guys mm-hmm. about your relationship. Yeah, because that was our first time, kind of, um, um, uh, well, actually meeting them uh, in person because we had followed them, inspired by the work that they did, and mm-hmm. also Cordell and Caleb as well. So there was a uh, a sense of camaraderie with us mm-hmm. being either engaged or being married because one, one is you actually got even though we got married publicly they got married before us right before it was mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. Um, a thing so you know I applaud them for that so mm-hmm. it was kind of our, the, at that moment but then again I, I, I think that for us coming to that we there was no resolve from where we went I didn't know until we just well, what right. else you talk about and, and, and that's the purpose of doing this conversation okay. because I think that sometimes people feel a certain kind of way and I'm waving my hand because okay. I felt a certain kind of way but I didn't really fully articulate that to you. Uh-huh. And at this point in my life, I'm really clear about where my shit begins and ends. Okay. But I'm also clear that it's unfair to hold someone responsible if you don't tell them, if you don't right, give them right. the opportunity to... Right. I think that's the message for tonight. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's why I wanted to do this. No, you're right. And, so, and, 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 and we'll come back to this, but... Yeah. I thought it was really, really big of you to reach out to me because I'm a shady motherfucker when I want to be. Who you telling? And, <laughs> <laughs> and so the, I, I understood what it took 
for you to reach out to me. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I've been, I've had instances where I've been the bigger person. I right. won't say that I was the bigger person here, but I've had instances where I was the bigger person and I understand what it takes to push your ego, your humility, your pride, all mm-hmm. of that to the side yeah. to, you know, you know, and I think, I, that. And what I would say about that is just to kind of echo that message is that you really can't let people hold like free rent in your head. And I learned that mm-hmm. from Oprah. It's a lot of Oprahisms right now that mm-hmm. I'm talking about because this is really the Oprah whoopee moment you, you, that they had. But get, uh, Oprah Iyala. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> but Oprah said, you know, you can't let people have free rent in your head because if you hadn't really had a conversation with them mm-hmm. about what their perception is, you know, she had a moment where um, she was mad with someone and she was like, how can they be over there laughing when they know like I'm mad at them about mm-hmm, that? But mm-hmm. somebody like that or even myself, I don't know what is happening or what happened. I just know that there's a... Well, Octavius, you didn't really thing. occupy any space in my head. No, no, no. <laughs> because not. you had unfriended me on Facebook, so oh, I didn't really see oh, you. <laughs> what, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but, what, but what I'm saying well, is no, like, I know not that you did, but just, just like if you don't articulate what right. it is because years can go by and you just right. like... I don't know why we not kind of like Jada and uh, Gabrielle yeah, Union yeah, yeah, on the yeah, Red yeah. Table Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was know what you, that was what really inspired yeah, me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't know what you did to somebody and all that kind of stuff, but you like because like I said, whatever I did, um, everybody grows. Everybody, if you don't, if right. you're not growing, you you know you you're know, dead. You, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like I said, I'm, I'm not even the same person that I was at 30. Right. Uh, I'm not the same person I was at 20. Right. Uh, I'll be 46 next week. Uh, like I said, next week? next next yeah next week uh, one week from today, um, and uh, I'm closer to fifty. And so like I'm like I can't wait to be you know fifty. But in right. that time, it's like no time for like while well, the stuff is going on and yeah. stuff like that. Um, you really never know what you know either yourself or the person right. that you're with because I've had a lot of friends pass away from just craziness mm-hmm. just recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just never know. Right. It's too, it's too, life is too short life is too for short. any kind of grudge. So I just didn't know what it was and so that's why I was like... <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. So just th- so they can follow because we know the story. They don't know yeah. the story. So we're at this part with this gathering at Juan and G's house yeah. and this was your, you and Jamal's first time meeting them yeah. as well as Caleb and yeah. Cordell and I'm there. And so I'm, I'm observing. I'm a writer. I pay attention. Yeah. I'm, I'm noticing things and I remember hearing a conversation in the kitchen and I, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken it was Caleb whom you guys met on the Single Gay Father podcast that I did. Uh, I remember Caleb saying, well, we all should get together. We should do lunch. And, you know, you all were talking about doing like this triple date, like this lunch kind of thing and kind of like breaking up the internet, you know, with another like picture of like (laughs) relationship goals. I remember that. Right. And so uh, I remember this and I'm just like, okay, that's interesting. (laughs) And so um, fast forward, I don't know, again, how much time had elapsed from that point. But I remember being on Instagram, and I came across your Instagram, and this was this was after the Grammys. Yeah, it was after. The this Grammys. was after yeah. the Grammys. Yeah. So at this point, you had thousands and thousands of followers, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing on your Instagram, and you had a picture of Caleb's then boyfriend's book. We had recreated their book. Yeah, yeah recreated their book. I and, remember that. And, and I remember loosely the caption says something like, what's up, everybody? Uh, support the homies book. Mm-hmm. And it was something like, um, you know, so, b- bottom line is you were encouraging your followers to go and got, get right, this right, right, guy's right. book. I remember that. So at that moment, I was livid. I'm like, now this motherfucker, he promoted this Negro's book. He doesn't really know him. I did not know at the time that that, that day was the first time you met them, mm-hmm. but I did know in my spirit 
that you didn't have the kind of friendship or connection that you and I had. Mm -hmm. And I took it personally, and I felt like, now how dare he promote this Negro's book? And my mind instantly went back to that day at Einstein's when you were like, oh, okay, we'll be back, and then to the table, Mm -hmm. and you never came back. And I took it personally, and at that moment, I felt like, well, they just didn't want to, he just didn't want to support me. Because sometimes you create yeah, yeah. things in your own mind right. and it right, sometimes right, right, has right, nothing right. to do with right, right, the right, other person right. and, and, and so I own that and I understand that mm-hmm. today and, and so I felt the way about it I shot you a text mm-hmm. message right away and uh, you said it was Christmas day <laughs> Look, somebody, somebody said he still he bought, bought the book he should buy five now <laughs> you, know, right, man. You, you, you know you know you know they my ride or die they my ride or die <laughs> So I felt some kind of way. And so I, I shot you a text message. We do know that it was on. Can you pull up the text message? He still has the text messages. And so I sent him a text message on December, Christmas Day. Yeah, it was Christmas Day because, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, blown yeah. away that um, okay. he still had this that he still had this. Of course. Text but, but the funny thing is, is uh, it, yeah, it was the day after Christmas. Right it was there. the day after Christmas. Right, right. And so, did you want me to read it or did you want to read it? <laughs> Do you want to do this? Okay. So, 2012. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Let's go back to June 29, 2012. 2012. I sent him a note yeah. telling him, uh-oh, we're going to go back to May uh-huh. 29, 2012. 12, okay. I sent him a note saying, guess what? Words Never Spoken is available for purchase. And I right. sent him a link and I right, said, right, enjoy. Right, right, right. Then a month later, exactly to the day, June uh-huh. 29, uh-huh. I sent him another message right, right, saying, right, right. it's available on <laughs> iPad, <laughs> iBooks, and Amazon. Yeah. Then, after he promoted old boy's <laughs> message on Instagram, I sent him a message on December 26, two years later, 2014. Yeah. And I said... You know I'm seeing all these endorsements on your... Oh, I'm so nasty. You know I'm seeing all these endorsements on your IG for calendars and folks' books, and I haven't got even gotten a single shout-out about my memoir. What's up with that? And then I put the little emoji where you put your little side-eye. Yes. And so then he responded... And I'm, I'm in my feelings and defensive, because I'm like, okay. Rightfully so. Okay, so I'm like, you know that cat. I was like... Right, right. So he read it a lash back. So go ahead. What did you say? So I said, probably because they sent me the product and they actually asked me nicely. And then he put another emoji with a side eye. Uh-huh. So then I text back because I got to have the last oh, word. Right, right. And I said, boy, stop. I didn't ask you nicely when I saw you at Einstein's? Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay. And I'm laughing. And then he I, says, I said, are you serious right now? And then I said, absolutely. But it's your social media to use how you choose. Duly noted. <laughs> Let me tell you what that duly noted means. Because <laughs> I'm a na- oh, I'm so nasty. It's that duly nasty. noted means oh, I'm gonna remember this. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So then you said I said exactly, and we hadn't spoken since then. We have not spoken since December 26, 2014. 2014. Because listen, yeah, one of the flaw, one of my character flaws. Damn. I'm very clear about my character flaws, right? And, and and I'm very open about it. And that's what I, we were just saying a moment yeah. ago. When you really stand in your truth. The, the world opens up to you, whatever it is. Yeah. When you can really own who you are, it's not just about sexuality. Yeah. When you can really own your flaws as well, mm-hmm. that's when the world opens up that's to you. True. And so I own that because one of the best parts of life is when you can admit the truth to yourself about yourself. And I know that I can be very unforgiving. Wait, wait, you owned it after I had to reach out back? Correct, you did. 
Correct. So come on, tell, tell them the message. So two years. So t- that was 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so 2014. I don't, I, don't, I don't got into somebody else's message now. Okay, wait. Let me find so, it. Let me find right it. Right here. Right okay, here. Okay. So okay. Two, 2014 was the last time <laughs> we spoke. The last time we spoke. And it was a nasty text yeah, message thread. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it was at the point where that was back Down when your your it wasn't even it was green bubbles. Right. Okay, okay, okay. So then, so then okay. October. So wait, before we go there. Okay. So back in July, I was meeting a friend of mine for dinner. Oh yeah, and I just got back. You had just got. I he had just, just come back, back to Atlanta because yeah, yeah, yeah. he took a position here yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was as the new uh, director of fashion for all the art institutes of Atlanta. What's yes. up, AI? Mm. Okay. So I'm minding my business. Yes, yes. At dinner with my homegirl Tanika right. from Coca Cola, and she was late. I was there before her, so yeah, I was yeah. sitting at the table by myself. And I was waiting for her to come, and I spotted I like, you. I was like, "All happy to see you." At a point, uh huh. That was great. I and I gave think him about anything. And I gave him this look, like, "Don't you come over here?" I was like, "Hey, you like?" He went to wave, and he went to come towards me, and I gave him that. <laughs> I see you, but don't come over here. I was like, and because again, I, I my feelings were hurt. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's important to be able to own that and say that. Right. And so he he stopped in his tracks and he kept going. Right. right. So that was July. Right. And then. The next time I saw you, was it at the Gentleman's Ball? Gentleman's Ball, Ball, yeah. It was the Gentleman's Ball, and I did the voiceover stuff for, like, the awards and all of that kind of stuff. And I don't remember seeing you until I was actually in the... um, the booth for right. that stuff, and I saw you, but you weren't looking at me. But you said you saw me going towards the bathroom. Yeah, were like security guards, all these girls and security. I didn't guards. have any security with me. <laughs> and so he said he saw me walking to the restroom. We did not speak that yeah. day. We did not speak that day because, like I said, when I did notice him, yeah. we didn't make eye contact. Right. I would have spoken. I would like I did at the rest. I spoke at the restaurant. Right, 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 I right. did speak at the restaurant. Like what? Well, right past. But my I life. wasn't at the restaurant in July. I wasn't ready for a conversation. Okay. And um, I think timing is everything. So Sunday, October seventh. Yes. You sent me a text. I said, "Hey, you. I think we need to talk soon." And then here you and, go. And then I said, hey yeah. there, sure, yeah. what about? <laughs> Knowing damn well. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm a motherfucker. Yeah. So then so then you said. I said, I'm here now, meaning that I'm back in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. No need for us not to speak. Not sure how all this happened. And then I said, we can, meaning we can speak. <laughs> and then I said, I have a pretty good idea where it went left. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And, and then, so then we just set up drinks. And, and then, then you yeah. said, so then we made plans to go to dinner. So yeah. we went to dinner. Yeah. And what I will say is, because even after this, that was on a Sunday. Uh-huh. And then you said, you suggested uh, yeah. drinks and stuff so for that Wednesday. Right, right, right. And so then on Tuesday, you hit me yeah. and said, well, we still on for tomorrow. Yeah. So I really appreciated your effort. Like, you, I could see that you were really making a concerted effort. Right. Because I was kind of feeling like, well, if he don't hit me up, I ain't hitting him up. Mm, you know, okay. I kind I was like, I'm really going to see if he really is serious. Yeah. And so when you hit me on, because I was going to hit you. I was going to hit you Wednesday, though. Right. I wasn't going to hit you Tuesday. And when you hit me on Tuesday, I said, oh, he's serious. <laughs> yeah. I said, okay. And so then at that moment, in all honesty, I knew I had to let it go. And I said to myself, you know what? He's really making the effort. So... Let it go, Craig. And now you need to show him that you're making the effort. And so then um, I got to the restaurant a couple minutes before you, and I sent you a text. I said, hey, I'm here. That was me, that was me trying to put a little well, effort for, Well, first of all, I knew it was something because you. I, I'm here in Atlanta. So, this is new, so he, we went to a restaurant called Six Feet Under. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, oh gosh. I was like, is this a message? <laughs> you know. Oh, because the first relationship was dead. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to bury you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh gosh. No, no, no. No, no, yeah. no. I was really trying to think of, no, no, that wasn't why. You're like, yeah, Six Feet Under. I was like, what is this? A restaurant called Six Feet Under? Is he trying to send me but a I message already? I thought we had already? been to Six Feet Under before, though. No, no, because I had never seen this before. I never seen the Six really? Feet Under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know why it's called Six Feet Under now, but when I got it, I was like, what is No, I wasn't, I wasn't trying right. to send us a subliminal message. <laughs> so we get to the restaurant right. and uh, he come in I stand up we hug yeah. we start talking and then we, we he ordered we ordered yeah. and then we jump right into the conversation and yeah. the reason that I wanted to do this podcast is because I want people to know that sometimes you really do hold on to things that mm-hmm. really could be simple there is a message yeah. that, that, that really could be simple and we could really um, kind of clear the air yeah. if you just kind of let your pride go. Like, you could be upset with somebody in your family right mm-hmm. now. Yes. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have yeah. family members right now that aren't even talking to each other. Yeah. And they don't reason. even know why. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I thought it was important. So, I wanted us to sit down because, again, I wanted to applaud you for being the bigger oh, person. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, for being, oh. for being the bigger person <laughs> and, um, and reaching out. And, and it let me know that you did value our friendship the way that I did. And, 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 Moreover, I want it to be a demonstration for other black gay people, yes. in particular black gay men, yeah, yeah, because good. sometimes we we spite each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I personally believe, and I've said this so many times, um, and it's definitely in the first book, because when I talk about leaving Atlanta, mm-hmm. one of the reasons that I felt a way about Atlanta when I moved away in 2011 was because I felt like we, as a black gay community, should be so much further ahead, mm-hmm. because... There's, we have so much discretionary income. Right. We typically make more money than our straight black male counterparts. Yes, yes. Um, and, and, and in many cases, we often don't have children to mm-hmm. spend. To, to, so we have this extra money. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to galvanize and be able to move our community forward. And not mm-hmm. to say that we aren't doing things. But mm-hmm. one day, my mother let me have it. This was years ago. She said, I don't know what the black gay community is doing. She said, because y'all just ain't doing enough. You know, yeah, but she was just saying stuff that I had already said. And I just feel like... As black people and as black gay people, we could really be further ahead if we allow ourselves to really support each other. Yeah. And that's why I go out of my way to try to support black businesses mm-hmm. as often as I can. That's good. You know what I mean? So so we're here. And so we, we got to this point and we, we hashed it out at the dinner table that day. Yeah. And we made the um, the decision to 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 really be better at communicating and saying what we feel and and just you know restoring mm-hmm. and rebuilding the friendship yeah. you know doing our respective parts mm-hmm. to maintain the friendship but i mean i know i shared my part so give them your perspective cuz i just kind of told them how i felt no i think it was i think it was that i knew there was something that was bothering me but i just couldn't wrap my hand around it and um you know like i said because uh it wasn't that it was it wasn't important but what you were going through because a lot of my stuff was in defense but mm-hmm. after so many years had passed um, I'm just a person of like uh, you know relationships are important like I don't think anybody gets anywhere alone you whether don't. you're married whether you have friends or your best friends that kind of thing there's so many people that are out there that are just like oh, I can do it on my own I just yeah, I've never been able to do anything on my own and uh, the other thing that bothers me is that you know I'm, I'm big on energies mm-hmm. and I think that uh, if I'm around with someone with good energy or if I have a past with somebody that has good energy, um, I don't want that to ever dissipate. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm constantly trying to figure out ways. And I think that's, I don't know if it's a gift or a curse, but uh, my husband would tell me different. He's always want to have to pull me off the rafters because I, I'm like, 
um, you know, I just like reciprocation. And mm-hmm. when I get that, it's hard for me to let that go, mm-hmm. even if it's friendship for 10. And that's my flaw. 10, 20 years, I'm like, gosh, like, why are we not friends? And I'll go yeah, through yeah. that. And I'm learning still. There's a lot of things I have to learn. But I think the most important lesson about this is to um, let go of grudges because life is too short. It is. You know, and that there are power in numbers. And... Just because you didn't support me in the way that I thought or mm-hmm. wanted you to mm-hmm. didn't mean that you didn't support me. Because I think sometimes, too, we think that because a person doesn't think of a thing in the way that we do. Like, that didn't even cross your mind to like, oh, mm-hmm. let me put him on my Instagram. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But today, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even think to send a message like that because I wouldn't even think to try to tell you or anybody else mm-hmm. how to use their social media. Like, mm-hmm. you get to do what you want with your social media. Well, let me do this right now. Do you, <laughs> do you have the two books here with I you? I have three here? books now, okay. Octavius. Well, give me all three and I'm going to buy it right now. Oh. Yeah, yes. Because everybody's like, put that cash out. Because like, you, you, know, you know they're yeah. wearing you out. Oh, Did you God. want some more red wine? Yes, I want red wine and I want all three of these books. <laughs> let's, let's, let's settle this right now. And I'm going to read all three. You're going to read all three? Read all three. Now, now, put listen. them on the table and let's advertise it and then I'm going to sell it. We're going to sell it right now. I'm going to put it on my Instagram story. Give me all three. Give you, me all You know three. they were not going to let you go until you... Um, until you oh, said, Oh, Lord, let me get these books. Now, this first book is 337 pages, Octavius. I don't even say $337. <laughs> I was like, ooh. All right, I'm getting that's, this that's one, everybody. And you get all your right. bookmark with it. You're getting my bookmark. All right. And then this is the second one. All right. I'm getting the, the second one. And this is the third one. And I'm getting the third one. Yes. Yes. So, see there. I need to see sign there. Them. See there. Yeah, you got to sign them. I'm yes. glad that we were able to clear the air. I hope this podcast helps somebody. Yes. I really do. I hope that it will it will challenge you to be less egoic, you know, because sometimes some people just fall out with everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I know some of those people, yeah. Because yeah. I don't fall out with them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know people that didn't stop talking to me, and I have no clue why. But So in those instances, I just let them just not talk. But Right. That's right. Sign them. Yes. Did he send my money to the cash app? Give it. Uh, what, what is the total? Give me the total. Oh, 54. They're 18 each. Oh, oh, but you know what I just thought about? What? You you had a couple petty moments, too. Now you just, you're not going to have me sitting here looking like I'm the only one that was petty. What was petty? Because when we had the dinner at Six Feet Under, when we okay. had this whole conversation, okay. you told me that a couple of your friends, you knew you heard about my podcast, this one when we weren't talking. Uh-huh. And Caleb sent you his podcast. I told you that he was on the podcast. Okay. And then who else? Uh, my friend Michael Ray. Michael Ray, the one who does the man weave, yeah, the yeah, installation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both sent in the podcast. He's whatever. I ain't listening to that. <laughs> whatever. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> but, but what I will say it was a sign. I'm like, I it believe was a in sign, signs. Yeah. I was like, I need to get in touch with him. Yeah. 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 And and that's why I love the book. Um, right. The Alchemist, because it speaks about yeah, yeah. omens. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. it gives you indications. It points you in the direction where you should go. And yeah. so you took that old, took those. I always think of Power Three. Yeah, There's two podcasts, and I saw you. I'm like, okay, I get it. Universe, right. let's do this. So yeah. two people sent you the podcast, and then you you ran. We ran into each other. So it was mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe the universe is telling me we need to sit down. So yes. that was that was really good. So I'm yeah. glad that we did. But anyway, this has been so much to say. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please hit the share button. Please hit the share button and hit the subscribe button. The podcast is free. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, wherever you listen to a podcast. Be safe. Keep loving yourself.